Shalom everybody and Shavua Tov. We're continuing with where we left off in Rav Nosin's amazing, amazing, amazing discourse. Nukutei Alachot, section Evena Ezer, Hilchot Ishut, the laws of matrimony, discourse number four, paragraph 17. Rav Nosin now, the timing is just amazing because we're now holding in the week Parashat Shemot and exactly where we're holding now, he's going to go into a verse, a few verses from this week's Parsha, Parashat Shemot. After now, going again into the idea that a person, well, or really Rav Nosin is going back to an idea mentioned earlier, way earlier, that, that in order to, to be, have the bitul into the nullification into the infinite light, there has to be a way to draw down what's called this rishimu, this, this impression left afterwards through 50 stages, to the 50 gates of Bina, which create the vessels to maintain this light and keep it properly, okay? That's how a person gets into the nine chambers. So with this in mind, Rav Nassim says something amazing in this week's parsha. Watch. V'zeu bechinat v'ayifen ko v'cho v'yar ki'en ish v'chule. This week's parsha, Shemot, chapter 2, verse 12. It says there, when Moshe Rabbeinu saw the Egyptian smiting, hitting the Jew, who was the husband of Shlomit Bat Divri. This Egyptian went in to have relations with her. She thought it was her husband because it was dark in the room. The, the Egyptian kicked out the husband early to go to work earlier than, norm, than usual so that he can have relations with the man's wife, Shlomit. And when he, the, the Egyptian saw that the Jew knew what was going on, he started beating him like to the point of trying to kill him. So it says there that Moshe Rabbeinu looked to the right, to the left, looked to the right. That's the idea of he turned here, ko, and here, ko. Meaning, like in a normal shot interpretation, translation, he looked both both sides to see that nobody's watching. And, and he saw that nobody's looking. And Moshe killed the Egyptian. That's the verse. So watch this. Vayifen ko vacho. Right, the words are, and Moshe turned here, ko, and ko, it's a funny word, ko. It's like thus, ko amar Hashem. But it means like towards. It has many translations, if you want. But the word is, kafhe. He turned here and turned there. Ita betikune zor. On this word, ko vako, it says in the tikune zor, tikun 21, page 61b. The word is the ko vako. Shehem bechinat chamshin Atvan shel kriyat shema. Unbelievable. These are referring to the 50 letters of kriyat shema. If you count, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Ekad, Baruch Hashem Kivot, right? Add up the letters, there's a total of 50 letters. 25 in the first verse, and 25 letters in the second verse. Baruch Hashem Kivot, Machuto. This is what we say. So there's a total of 50 there. And the Tikkun Zohar points out that when it says Moshe Rabbeinu turned here and turned there, it's saying that he activated the 50 letters of Kriyat Shema. The question is, what in the world does this have to do with this? What's the connection here? Rav Rosen says, fits in perfectly to our con- context of Lesson 24 and all these amazing ideas. This is exactly the concept mentioned above. Which idea? What's happening when you close your eyes and you're saying Shema? 
you are attempting to do a self-nullification, a unity with Hashem. Hero Israel, Hashem is the Lord, Hashem is one. You are proclaiming this statement, closing your eyes, as if I am also nullifying myself into this unity. We're saying Hashem is one. The simple translation based on Rav Nosen, Hashem who is our Lord, Hashem is one. Hashem who appears to be sometimes very judgmental, judgment and strict and executing pain and suffering. But really everything is just compassion. Hashem Echad, Hashem is the one. Ultimately is our Father in Heaven who loves us and everything is ultimately compassion. Even the difficulties that I see in life that as if Hashem is punishing me, really that's rooted in Hashem, Hashem Echad. And we close our eyes to become one with Hashem's unity. Okay? So he's saying here now, when a Jew becomes not unified in Hashem, blessed be He, by saying, Shema Yisrael, Hero Israel, I'm now attempting to become one. So he's warning. It's a warning sign. What's the warning? Tzachin lahamshich or hareshimu misham derech chamishim sharim. Like we said earlier, you have to draw the light of the impression because what stays with you is after the experience. There's the experience of being nullified, fine, okay, fine and dandy, but it's what you take with you afterwards that's the most important part. The or the light of the reshimu, the impression from there, drawing from there, from that experience of nullification through the pathway of 50 gates, like we mentioned. Those are the 50 hooks over the Mishkan. You remember we went into that earlier? Bechinat, and these correspond to Rav points out to Chamishim Otiyot Shel These are corresponding to like the Tikkun Zohar points out to this connection, the 50 letters of Kriyat Because watch, what's the connection? I don't see the beetle here. Moshe is about to smite an Egyptian. What does it have to do? So watch. Vizeo, this now is the meaning of the beginning part of this Pasuk. Vayar ki ein ish. Moshe saw that there was no man. The, 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 the literal, literal translation. And he saw ki ein ish. There's no man. What does it mean, there's no man? Pshat translation is Moshe Rabbeinu saw that nobody's looking, right? But look how Rav pointing this out. Look at the wording. And uh, Moshe saw there's no man. What does that mean, there's no man? Ah, there's a nullification. There's no finite existence. It's only being one of Hashem. And he saw that he reached a level where there's no man. I've totally nullified myself, Moshe Rabbeinu, with God. Okay, watch. Because somebody, and we can say without a doubt, at the, as I, like at the caliber of Moshe Rabbeinu, fine, who merits to become totally nullified and included there. What's there? Like we said, in the nine chambers, which is the key to receiving the infinite light, mentioned above, earlier in this discourse, and in lesson 24, Likuti Moran. So, someone who's zochet to that level, so, it has to be on condition. As tzarich lit batel, betachlit habitul, ke'ilu enu ba'olam. When that's happening then, if he's reached that level, he has to make sure this outstanding tzaddik, whoever he is, to be nullified at a total nullification as if he's non-existent in the world. Ki'ilu enu ba'olam, as if he's not in the world. Bifchinat, like it says in this verse. Like it says, vayar ki'en ish. And he saw that there's no man. Literally, there's no man. He's nullified himself that there's no finite existence outside of God. Because he succeeded in nullifying himself totally. 
right? Like what we said earlier, when the Kohen Gadol, the high priest Aaron, on Yom Kippur, enters Holy of Holies. What did we say earlier, if you remember? We went into that idea that when he goes in, the Kohen Gadol to the Holy of Holies, the verse reads, And no man, no other Kohen, should be present in the tent of meeting, which is like the, the section of the temple there, when the when etc., when the Kohen Gadol enters the Holy Holies. Okay, that's in Vaikra chapter 16, verse 17. We, we touched upon this earlier, if you remember, when we spoke about Yom Kippur. Right, that being the tenth day after the nine chambers, nine corresponds to nine chambers, and tenth day is now the nullification, the light. So there also, and he's Rav Nosson saying it, the same, the same interpretation applies there also. There should be no man when the Kohen Gadol is entering; he's entering at the caliber and the level that he's going to self-nullify himself totally. Because if he doesn't, he'll die. He won't stand a chance in the Holy of Holies. He has to be such an outstanding tzaddik, like the example of Shimon HaTzaddik. That's why he was called, the high priest Shimon HaTzaddik was called Shimon HaTzaddik. Because at that level, he was able to go in and come out safely on Yom Kippur because he reached a total of self-nullification while in the Holy of Holies offering the incense, etc., and doing the whole performance and devotions of Yom Kippur there. Right? So for those, those pointing out, the same thing. But it says there, what is the literal literal? What, what's the words there? And no man, including the Kohen Gadol himself, he shouldn't be a man. He should be nullified. There should be no man at that point when he enters the tent of meeting on Yom Kippur on the Holy, into the Holy of Holies. He has to nullify himself also, the Kohen Gadol. Rav Nosson's pointing out this is the same interpretation here by Moshe Rabbeinu and by the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. So then, once that happened, going back to this week's parasha, the next verse, or sorry, that verse itself, at that point, when Moshe Rabbeinu was totally nullified, he saw that there's no man here. He reached a level of self-nullification. So at that point, and he smote, he smit the Egyptian. He killed the Egyptian. And the Egyptian here, like we said earlier, refers to Shiva Sitra refers to the evil forces. If you remember, we went into this earlier. The idea of the exchange chambers. Because that's what exile in Egypt tends to do. It confuses things. It's a tightness, making what's good bad, what's pure impure, what's holy unholy, what's permissible forbidden. It switches everything. That was the exile. The exile of clarity also. And that's the representation of Egypt. And that's the representation of the evil side. So it says, he smit the Egyptian. As zacha, meaning what? As zacha lehakot ulehachnia uleshaber legamre etasit yachra. Once Moshe Ben reached the point, vayarkin en ish, right? Vayifen kovacho. He turned to twenty-five plus twenty-five, referring to Kriyat Shema. He activated the, the fifty letters of the Kriyat Shema, meaning reach self-nullification. And then he saw that he did such a good job in the self-nullification. Vayarkin ish. He saw that there's no man here. He succeeded in nullifying himself totally. Ah, once that happens, he was able then to subdue totally. Subdue and break totally the evil side. Because he merited to nullify himself at a total level, a total self-nullification. So he's able now to elevate all the holy sparks from the evil and destroy it and nullify it. And he merited, all this is through the 50 letters, which is the channel, the 50 gates. 
אוקיי? אב דה אינפינט לייט, וזכה להמשיך האור משם בבחינת חמישים שערי בינה שהם חמישים אותיות של קריאת שמע וחניזקה לאם. So Nossa now is making the final connection. He merited Moshe Rabbeinu to draw the light from there in order to, you see, the light is needed to stand up to the battle, like we said earlier, if you remember. The reason why we need a Rishimu, the impression for the light, is so that I can stand up to the daily challenges of life, which is a battle. And by the Tzaddik's case, it's a big battle, and it's a, it's a big win. It's a win-win, that he's able to nullify totally the evil. But all that is because these Tzaddikim, at the caliber and level of Moshe Rabbeinu, for example, build vessels for this light. The vessels are, like the idea, 50 gates. 50 gates, the number 50, connotes 50 gates... trial and error, trial and error, trying again, struggling and toiling to build vessels is needed in order for the light, the impression of the light to rest somewhere. And why is that needed? Why do I need a case, a vessel for these lights, the, the impression of the light? So I can use it to fight the evil, to stand up to the evil. I have now strength to stand up to the challenges of life, which is basically a war against the evil, an onslaught from the evil side. I have now strength to do so. In the case of Moshe Rabbeinu, it's hinted to, Vayifen ko vako, he turned 25, 25 activating 25 plus 25, 50. 50 is the 50 letters of the Kriyachma, like the Zohar, Tikkun Zohar says explicitly on this verse. Activating Kriyachma, which is self-notification. He reached such a high level of it, Vayach ki ein ish, there's no man here, then he's able to smite the evil because he built strong enough vessels, which are the 50 gates of understanding, corresponding to the 50 letters of the Kriyachma, and as is mentioned earlier. Amazing.